Hey, welcome to another episode of the Sartorio and Geek Podcast by Webster Style, where we talk about bow ties, comic books, and everything in between. I am your host, Webster Style, the man, the voice, the fragrance. Come at you again with another episode, and this week I want to go all in with the download. And this week's download is another game, and a game I've actually heard about for a while but i just took the opportunity to pull the trigger and download it and give it a play and that game is river city girls it is a pseudo sequel to the classic nes or nintendo entertainment system for all the young folks out there uh game river city ransom and in this case you're actually playing the girlfriends of the two protagonists of the original game and you have to save them because they've been captured and it is an old school beat-em-up if you listen to the podcast you will have no doubt seen a theme with some of the games that i really like to play with my highlights of scott pilgrim versus the world a few weeks ago and then streets of rage 4 a couple months ago i really like my old school 2d beat-em-ups it's what i grew up on and it's almost like comfort food when it comes to video games going back to that sort of classic style of gaming well with this much like the original river city ransom it also uses rpg progression mechanics to upgrade your character and to unlock more skills as you go forward in the game and for me so far i've just played through level one and I feel as though the challenge is appropriate. I understand it gets harder as you go and that skill progression tree and unlocking those abilities in addition to getting money, purchasing items, health, things in that way. You really have to be shrewd about things as you go forward. Not shrewd as in uh, you have to conserve your resources like a Resident Evil sort of motif, but shrewd as in you have to make sure you choose the right power-ups to really get you this point to that point. Not choosing the right power-ups, not unlocking the right moves could necessarily derail you or just make it a little bit harder for you to progress in that. So I'm really enjoying the game thus far. And it is available for all major platforms, Switch, PS4 and 5, Xbox One, Series S and Series X. Uh, while being available on xbox platform it's available for 29.99 i believe that is the same price on all the systems but with it being on xbox currently as of the recording of this podcast it is on game pass which means i pay nothing for it outside of my subscription fee which makes it even better and then it gets better even after game pass is also available on the cloud uh system uh, capabilities of Game Pass, aka Project X Cloud. So it was really cool just getting my clip, getting my joystick, and booting up the Xbox Game Pass app on my phone and just sitting, really, while I was cooking dinner, sitting at the kitchen table playing River City, um, River City Girls while dinner was cooking. It was really just a cool experience. It's one of those games that's really great on a mobile or to play mobily because you're not really playing it on a mobile device so it's just really good it's in my opinion a modern classic that will not just appeal to us old school gamers uh, like myself but also gamers of all stripes so that is my download for this week just one 
But I think that if you are one to dive into River City Girls, you'll see that you only need one download for this week because it will definitely uh, bring lots of enjoyment and lots of fun going forward. Now, many of us like to read. Uh, I have no undoubtedly expressed my love of reading comic books uh, over the past year or so of doing this podcast and hey it's all about uh everything with comic books and bow ties and everything in between so hey as we talk about from now on now again but i don't really talk about too many books i unfortunately uh read so much in my normal life that i don't do a whole lot of uh, reading reading in my personal life but i've made a change of that lately i've gone somewhat on a tear with some of my book purchases So like I said, I'm not the most avid reader, but I've gone on a tear and I've been on a drive for books relating to my own personal growth and development in some way, shape or form. And so just even in the past month or two, I've I've purchased a few books that focus on both internal development and um, external, basically the internal man and the external man. So uh, these are books that I've purchased so far. So it's Unbelievable Journey. From Homelessness to Finished, and that's finished spelled P-H-I-N-I-S-H-E-D, so P-H-D, by my good friend Dr. William Eddy, just chronicalizing his life and his story. And I have to say, uh, I am amazed so far, just in conversation and even reading, because I've known Will, goodness, more than 20 years now, and I never knew the extent of his story as far as homelessness as far as um, just it is hard to even say but just as far as how his mom didn't want him and his sister and basically left him he got shipped back to his dad in Nigeria and he left and came back to the states it's just like when I met him in college I had known nothing of this part of his life so especially in the past few years and just talking and even going back and forth as far as him writing the book and just talking about shared experiences it's been really eye-opening to really know more about him and where he came from and how that really has fueled him to accomplish so much in his life so i really recommend that book i'm i know the man so i know some of the story outside of reading the book but the book itself thus far is just really a really engaging read so i i am definitely reading that i'm also reading the way of the superior man by david data and i've just started that book but i've seen that book recommended on various podcasts as far as just uh, a book for really building Uh, as far as being a man and growing and becoming who you are who you want to be as a man and at this point in my life i'm always looking for new directions and new inspiration to really become the best man that i can be for myself personally but also just for my family and for those that are around me as well uh then there is style and the man by adam and i believe it's flusher or yeah flusher um he is a renowned menswear author stylist and I remember seeing videos and interviews with him years ago, and he's written two or three very, pretty much the go-to books for men's style, and this is one of them, and so far I haven't really gotten into that one, but it seems to be very much as advertised, so I'll be talking more about that one later. And then the last book, which I'm going to go more into, is The Handbook of Style by Esquire. 
Now, The Handbook of Style, it really surprised me. Now, this is a sort of book that I wish I would have had when I was younger. It certainly lives up to his name as a handbook of style. Now, let me back up a little bit. Now, Esquire is one of the premier men's style magazines. That and GPQ really inspired me to start Webster Style Magazine, the blog, all those many years ago, simply because I didn't see a lot of representation of men of color in those magazines and those magazines uh it's drastically changed today but in 2009 you did not see a lot of men of color as models nor did you see a lot of articles and sort of features really covering men of color or uh pertaining to men of color like myself uh, I was very much cookie cutter. And then on the flip side, any sort of magazine at the time that catered toward men of color really looked at us as a quote unquote urban demographic. It was all about streetwear. So you had things like uh, King Magazine and I forget the other ones that were out at the time. And I don't believe any of them are published anymore. So as someone like myself, I never saw myself in any of the magazines that were targeting an African-American male. And then in the magazine that was more toward my sensibilities for his style, I didn't see any African-American males. So between that and GQ, it really started me in this journey of publishing my own content and perspective and then also having a platform for others to do so as well. Now, this handbook is very much a handbook. It's a small book. It is kind of denim clad and has... Uh, the title and almost like a label or a manufacturer's tag on a suit that you rip off the sleeve and I thought that was a very very nice touch it's very much a handbook that details everything from shoes uh, shoe style suits casual clothing tie knots grooming and and so much more it really is a handbook that any man could just go to to find out information and material for their own personal style that they may not have known or learned growing up. Uh, yes, it very much reflects the content that you would find in the magazine of the same name, but in this case, it's been collected uh, to offer gentlemen of any style degree a handy resource to continue to grow and evolve their own personal style. In my opinion, it is an excellent gift uh, for any gentleman, especially those who are just beginning their style journey. I could see you giving this to a young man in high school, a young man in college, and you know, even an older man who maybe needs a bit help, a bit of help, you know, trying to get their own personal style together. And just as I said before, I honestly wish this is something that I had when I was younger, especially during my undergraduate days. Uh, a lot of my own personal style and understanding of my own style and style in general and what type of shoe is what, what type of cuff is that. Those sort of that sort of knowledge I did not acquire or begin to acquire really into my late 20s to early 30s as I really matured in the professional world. I wish I known a lot of these things beforehand not so much that they would have I was a detriment that I didn't know these things but considering what I like what I enjoy I would have loved to have had something like this back then so that is my recommendation and that's the handbook of style 
uh, by Esquire. It's I believe if you get it new, it's about fourteen ninety five. I actually found it on Amazon used, and I paid a little over five dollars, including shipping, uh, for something that was supposed to be in fair condition, but it looked almost brand new. Uh, so there are definitely good deals out there for uh, not just that book, but a lot of the other ones as well, except for the um, finished book. That one you have to get brand new. Always support the author. And that is it for this segment of the show. We're going to take a break and come back with our review of episode three of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier and our fragrance of the week. Now let's get into the meat and potatoes of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode 3. Now please note, there are spoilers. So if you don't want to hear spoilers, please fast forward. So this episode sees our two unlikely buddy cops, as I like to say, because it feels like a, a buddy cop series, going to see Baring Zemo. Now if you're not familiar with Baring Zemo, Feel free to check out Captain America Civil War, but just know that Baron Zemo is someone who detests super soldiers and did everything he could to eliminate the possibility of more super soldiers being created. So the old saying goes, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, and that's exactly what's happening in this case. So after a pretty cool jailbreak sequence you have the three jet off because Baron Zemo is rich to different parts of the world in order to find out who is behind the super soldier serum that the flag smashers are using so that ends up leading them to Madripoor now this is an island that if you are familiar with Marvel Comics especially the X-Men Marvel Comics and Wolverine you'll know that it is literally the underbelly of the Marvel Universe. It's it's great as far as the story is concerned, but my biggest pet peeve is that how in the world do you go to an island in Southeast Asia? At least I think that's, remember where, I, I think that's where it's located. I know it's definitely an Asian island. And you see very little to no Asian characters, even in the background. Now, I understand this is, you know, pretty much a den of ill repute when it comes to criminal activity, but for you not to see any sort of lively interactions with the native population, the fact that a lot of those people wouldn't be from the native population, people in charge wouldn't be from the native population, I find that really unbelievable. And yes, I'm talking about a show based on comic books about us being unbelievable, but come on now. Marvel's casting directors really need to think long and hard the next time they want to cast or have something set in some place that's supposed to be an Asian, a South Asian island. So yeah, that was a pretty crappy job when it comes to casting as far as that's concerned. And even just the sequence itself was it was okay i wasn't that impressed with the sequence in the nightclub and then ended up having to run now the action sequence afterwards in the shipping deck 
where you get more and more information about the Super Soldier Serum and where it came from was really, really well done. And it was also great to see uh, Sharon, I'm assuming she's Sharon Carter, aka Agent 13. They still haven't addressed whether or not she's really related to Peggy and not like in the comics. It was great to see her and have some sort of continuation of her story as well from Captain America to Winter Soldier and other Marvel comics after that but i really enjoyed that part of it and i will just say and i will say this every episode the new captain america is still a dick yeah that's all i gotta say about that and it's also interesting when agent carter left or agent 13 left at the end of that whole fight at the docks and shipping containers i feel like something else is up with her like she's not totally on the up and up at least in this scenario is concerned and it makes me wonder if she's not in league with the power broker in some way shape or form so i'm interested to see how that really really shapes up now we're three episodes in of a six episode series my biggest gripe is that the pace of the show has been very slow it's not bad but it leads me to believe that you're gonna they're gonna speed things up a whole lot in the next three episodes and i just really hope that they don't lose sight of the storytelling and the world they've built in these first three episodes for the sake of speeding everything along and getting as much action out of the last three episodes going forward that would be a real disservice to what they built up and the story that really fans are looking for so that is my take on the winter soldier excuse me the falcon and the winter soldier episode three and that leads us directly into our fragrance of the week and this week it is endless nights by playboy fragrances now i have become a fan of the playboy fragrances line one because they are relatively inexpensive depending on the size you get whether it's a 100 ml or 60 ml they can range anywhere from i would say 15 is probably the highest i've seen them to anywhere from six or seven dollars now so depends on where you purchase them and they are worth more than any price you will pay for them at price points i have I've liked all of them thus far. I have five different ones from the line, both currently produced and discontinued, and I love every single one of them. And this Endless Night is probably my favorite. Now, the top notes are Italian lemon, saffron, cardamom oil, the middle notes are violet leaves, cinnamon bark, and jasmine, and then the base are patchouli, leather, and woody notes. One of the things I like about the Playboy fragrances is that they smell very good they are obviously synthetic they don't smell overly synthetic but they aren't overly heavy either for instance this one i could see wearing this all year round i could wear this in the summer it does not what is not heavy like some of the notes would suggest it would be i would say personally it is a very good date night fragrance a fragrance to wear out it is also heavy enough that it lasts a while too i've clearly easily gotten eight plus hours wearing this in the house doing any normal uh, telework day even going out and I've, I've found that a lot of my fragrances lasting longer than normal so i don't know if it's something i'm doing differently but this one definitely lasts a long time this is probably the lastest longing excuse me longest lasting of the playboy fragrances that i have and all of them will at least give me five hours or so of really good performance this one definitely gives me eight i really love the smell and it is definitely a smell that if someone gets close to you they will enjoy as well uh, i really enjoy it. it the leather and the patchouli in the woods and the bass notes it's so sexy 
And again, it's sexy in a synthetic sort of way, but not sexy in a synthetic way. This is a disgusting sort of way. It's pleasing, it's soft, it's not overly heavy. If the notes were really, really heavy, I think that the syntheticness of it would really be a turnoff. But since they're very soft, it's very pleasing to the olfactory. Uh, it's really good to bring someone in closer to you. And I've seen this in, in experience that that's something that happens all too often. So I highly recommend uh, Endless Night by Playboy Fragrances. I actually picked this up for it was either $5.99 or $6.99 at a local discounter here where I live. So it is definitely one you can find online for probably 12 bucks and under on eBay or Amazon. Of all the Playboy fragrances I, I've tried thus far, this is the one to get. Um, just the quality, it it really is as good as I say it is, in my opinion. Unless you're someone who really just has to be niche or whatnot, then you'll definitely tell the difference. But you just look for something that smells good. It definitely rivals designer fragrances that cost 10 times as much if not um, 15 times as much as what I paid for that bottle at the discounter it is really a nice fragrance and if you're going to pick up any of the flavor fragrances I would say definitely pick up Endless Night you will not go wrong on that and with that that is going to be the end of this podcast thank you again for joining us on another so episode of the Sartorial and Geek podcast by Webster Style where we talk about bow ties comic books and everything in between I have been your host, Webster Style, and no bow ties this week, no comic books this week, but we've got some video games, some fragrances, and a whole lot of books in, so I hope you've been thoroughly entertained. Find us on the web at sartorialandgeek.com or websterstyle.com. Find us on Instagram at sartorialandgeek or websterstyle. Find us on Twitter at websterstyle. And if you have any questions, comments, you want to be on the show, you got a tow idea, feel free to email us at info at WebsterStyleMagazine.com. Thank you again for joining us. And remember, stay safe out there. It is what it seems. Chicks be looking thick leggings, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. Take a hint, though. Don't try to get me at a moment. Moment, though. Smoking hot, rocking this pen. So thin. Tie hairline, looking like a skin. So pimp. No lie, I'm shopping in the utensil. Instrumental, plain dang, homie. I was hoping we could walk out with that bang, bang, honey. See them plain James, honey. Them lame friends, honey. We tell it bit crazy like that thing came on me. Hey, mommy. Look a lady, main thing. Want me on the scene. Fit popping like a main vein. Running blood color, lips smashing with the hand. Clutch money, holding back. Kinda funny, can you tell me what's the price I got the range rover? Hang on me, when we walking, looking goosey like that thing sprayed on me. Walking with a limp like an ankle sprang on me. Yeah, I rocked the cardigan. She don't really want me because one man should have all that style. Take it out, clothes on the floor, pass it. And the one girl should fit it all in them jeans. So take it up and let me see what's under them scenes. Cause no one man should have all that style. Take it out, clothes on the floor, pass it. On the floor piling No one girl should fit it all in them jeans So take it up and let me see what's under them scenes Oh, you wanted to Oh, I completely read that wrong